Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break German, Lesson 26. Herzlich willkommen zurück zu Coffee Break German. Welcome back to Coffee Break German. My name is Mark. Ich heiße Thomas. And we are here to help you with your German. And indeed for Thomas to help me with my German, because I am learning along with you. So what are we learning about today, Thomas? Was lernen wir heute? Wir lernen über uns selbst zu sprechen. So we're learning to talk about... Ourselves. Now we've got quite a lot to get through today, so let's get straight to it. Lass uns anfangen. Los geht's. Taking us back to the early lessons of this course, we learned a little bit of how to speak about ourselves. Mark, can you remember some phrases? I hope so. I'm called. Ich heiße. I am from Germany. Ich komme aus Deutschland. Could I say ich bin aus Deutschland? Yeah, both works. Okay. I live in Edinburgh. Ich wohne in Edinburgh. Or ich lebe in Edinburgh. Okay, that's a new one. We've not done that one before. So ich lebe. I am living. So are Leben and Wohnen completely interchangeable? Wohnen is more about the place you actually live in, like a house or... Or a village or, or whatever. And Leben is about living, living life. Das Leben is the life. Okay. So ich wohne in Edinburgh, ich lebe in London. Genau. We also learn to speak about our family, like... That is my mother. She is called Daniela. Das ist meine Mutter, sie heißt Daniela. Ausgezeichnet. Okay, so now we'll take this a little further and learn to talk about our family. So, for example, I could say, I have a son. Ich habe einen Sohn. Very good. Remember the accusative here? Because it's the object of the sentence. I have a son. The son is the object. The subject is I. I have a son. Ich habe einen Sohn. Ich habe eine Tochter. Eine Tochter is feminine and it's still accusative, but the feminine one doesn't change between nominative and accusative. Ich habe eine Tochter. Ich habe, can I say, ich habe eine Schwester. Yeah. How would I say, I have two daughters. Ich habe zwei Töchter. So, Tochter becomes Töchter. Töchter. So, is that really just taking an umlaut there? The O becomes O umlaut. Eine Tochter, zwei Töchter. That happens quite a lot. Take the example Bruder, Brüder. So ich habe einen Bruder, ich habe zwei Brüder. Exactly. So Bruder and Brüder. <laughs> Brüder. 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 Okay, and what about son? Similar but not quite. Sohn, Söhne. Sohn, Söhne. So it becomes an Umlaut, but you also add an E at the end. Okay, ich habe einen Sohn, ich habe zwei Söhne. Sehr gut. And what about sister? Schwester, ich habe zwei Schwestern. 
Oh, so there's a slight difference in the in the formation of the plural there. Ich habe zwei Schwestern. Ich habe zwei Schwestern. And we've already seen das Kind. It's the neuter one. Ich habe ein Kind. Ich habe zwei Kinder. Now, Mark, can you say, I have three children, one son and two daughters? I will give our listeners some time to think this through. So, I have three children. Ich habe drei Kinder. One son. Ein Sohn. Einen Sohn. So, even, even though you've continued on from the ich habe, yeah, you've still got to make it accusative. You don't start a new main sentence. Okay, so, ich habe... Drei Kinder, einen Sohn und zwei Töchter. Perfekt. So, I can say, my son is called Simon. Ja. Mein Sohn heißt Simon. Mein Sohn heißt Simon. Und meine, Töch meine Tochter heißt Anna. Sehr gut. How would I say, my daughters are called? Sie heißen. Sie heißen, of course. So, uh, meine Töchter heißen Anna und Rachel. For example. Now, if you're speaking German with your new German friends, they might ask you, do you have children? What are they called? So they would say, haben sie Kinder? Yeah. Or in the informal, what would you say? Hast du Kinder? Hast du Kinder? And then, wie heißen sie? Wie heißen sie? So, Thomas, I'll, I'll ask you. Thomas, hast du Kinder? Wie heißen sie? Ja, ich habe zwei Söhne. Sie heißen Daniel und Jürgen. Mark, hast du Kinder? Also ich habe zwei Söhne, aber ich habe keine Tochter. Sehr gut. So that's keine, again, meaning I don't have any daughter. I don't have a daughter. Ganz genau. How would someone ask me, what are you doing here? For example, are you on holiday? Are you working? Um, why are you here in Germany, for example? Why are you here in Germany? Warum sind Sie hier in Deutschland? Warum sind Sie hier in Deutschland? Warum sind Sie hier in Deutschland? And if we're already getting to know each other quite well, we could use the du form. Warum bist du in Deutschland? Warum bist du in Deutschland? Just as you ask me, bist du fertig? Am I ready? Yeah. Then, warum bist du in Deutschland? Another way you could ask, which is slightly more polite and not, why are you here, is, what are you doing here? Was machen Sie hier in Österreich? Was machen Sie? Was machen Sie hier in Österreich? What are you doing here in Austria? Was machen Sie hier in Österreich? And what would the do form be? Was machst du hier in Österreich? Was machst du hier in Österreich? Was machst du hier in Österreich? So let's look at some possible answers for this. How would I say, uh, I'm here on holiday or on, on vacation? Ich bin hier im Urlaub. See that slowly? Ich bin hier im Urlaub. Urlaub. Der Urlaub, the vacation. So im Urlaub is really in dem Urlaub. Ja. Ich bin hier im Urlaub. Ich bin hier im Urlaub. Ich bin hier im Urlaub. Or ich bin hier mit meiner Familie im Urlaub. So that's mit meiner Familie. With my family. Now, with my family must mean that that's dative. Yeah. Mit meiner Familie. So how would I say with my son? Mit meinem Sohn. It's the dative. So does that go the same way as the 
the article, so the, the word for the, dem, mit dem Sohn. Ja, mit, mit meinem, meinem Sohn. So could I say mit meiner Tochter? Yeah, like meiner Familie, because family is feminine, die Familie. So it's die Tochter, and in the dative mit meiner Tochter, mit meiner Familie. Could I say, ich bin mit meiner Tochter neben der Kirche? Yeah, then you have the definite article and the meiner. Okay, or ich bin mit meiner Familie zwischen der Schule und dem Museum. Lots of dative in there. Okay, how would I say I'm here with my wife? Ich bin hier mit meiner Frau. Mit meiner Frau. Meiner Frau, die Frau. But is die Frau not the woman? Yeah, and the wife. Okay, so it's not like saying I'm here with my woman. No. <laughs> ich bin hier mit meiner Frau. Yeah. And so my husband would be? It's mein Mann. So literally, with my man. Yeah, der Mann, mein Mann. So mit meinem Mann. Yeah, sehr gut. Okay. Let's think of some other reasons as to why I might be in a German-speaking country. Ich bin hier zum Arbeiten, for example. What does that mean? For work. For work. So does that mean I'm working here or does that mean I'm here on a business trip, for example? Uh, it depends. If you say, ich arbeite hier, then it definitely means I'm working here permanently. So let's just say that again. Ich, ich arbeite hier. Arbeite. Ich arbeite hier. Ich arbeite hier. Or ich bin hier zum Arbeiten. Exactly. How would I say I'm studying here? Ich studiere hier. Ich studiere hier. Ich studiere hier. Now, if you already said you're here with your family, you might say, we are here in holiday. Wir sind hier im Urlaub. So it's ich bin hier im Urlaub, but wir sind. Wir sind. Wir sind hier im, im Urlaub. Ja. Wir sind hier im Urlaub. And so how would we say we are working here? Wir arbeiten hier. Let's hear the word again. Arbeiten. So ich arbeite, wir arbeiten. Yeah, and that's also the same form as the infinitive. So to work is arbeiten. Arbeiten. And can I guess that to to study is studieren? Yeah, and then we we are studying here. Wir studieren hier. Sehr gut. So given that is wir studieren, wir arbeiten, but wir sind presumably sind from the verb to be sein is irregular. Yes. So we'll come to that another time, I think. How would I say I'm visiting a friend? To visit is besuchen. Besuchen. Can you guess what I visit a friend is? Ich besuche einen Freund. Yes, accusative. So could I say I'm visiting my friend? Ich besuche meinen Freund? Yeah, maybe you see the pattern einen, meinen. So the possessive ones, the my, your, and so on, follow the same pattern as the indefinite articles, the word for a. Exactly. I think this would be a good time for our grammar guru to explain how all of these work. We've had some nominatives, accusatives, and datives, so it would be useful to hear them all with some examples. So, over to you. 
Okay, Mark, I'm back here with Daniel. Hello zusammen. And we're going to see if we can make all of these accusatives and datives a little easier for you. So far, we've covered the nominative, accusative and dative. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Forms of the definite articles and the nominative and accusative forms of the indefinite articles. Today we'll go through the dative forms of the indefinite articles as well as looking at possessive adjectives, which are the words for my, your, and his, and so on. In fact, the possessive adjectives and indefinite articles have the same endings. So just as the nominative forms of the indefinite articles were ein, eine, and ein, the possessive forms would be mein, meine, and mein. And in the accusative, we'd have einen, eine, and ein, and meinen, meine, and mein. Remember, as with definite articles and other adjectives, in the accusative, it's only the masculine form that changes. So far, so good, Kirsten. In the dative, however, all of the endings change, but they follow the same pattern that we had with the other dative forms. We add M to the masculine, R to the feminine, and M to the neuter, giving us einem, meinem, einer, meiner, and einem, meinem. Exactly. Let's go through that one more time with some examples. So, to say that you're visiting a friend, you would say... Ich besuche einen Freund, if it's a male friend, eine Freundin, if it's a female friend. Or equally, I'm visiting my friend would be... Ich besuche meinen Freund, again, if it's a male friend, meine Freundin, if it's a female friend. Here, the indefinite articles and possessive adjectives have to be put into the accusative case because they are the objects of the sentence. Then, to say that you are here with a friend, you'd say Ich bin hier mit einem Freund, mit einer Freundin. Or, I'm here with my friend. Ich bin hier mit meinem Freund, mit meiner Freundin. The preposition mit requires us to put the indefinite article or possessive adjective into the dative case. Up until now, we've only really worked with the possessive adjective for my, but we can take what we know about my in the masculine, feminine and neuter versions for each case and apply it to the words for your, his, her, our and so on. This would be a very long grammar segment if we were going to give examples of every situation. So what we've done is list all of these forms in the notes for this lesson and we'll give you just a couple of examples here in the audio show. So Daniel, how would you say he is visiting his friend? Er besucht seinen Freund. Good. Freund is masculine and it's the accusative case, den Freund, and therefore sein, the word for his, becomes seinen. 
What about she is here with her husband? Sie ist hier mit ihrem Mann. Exactly. Mann is masculine and the preposition mit means we need to put her husband into the dative case. Mit ihrem Mann. There are more examples in this week's notes. We hope that clears up any confusion you might have had with the possessive adjectives and all of those cases. It's not all that complicated, really. Once you've learnt the endings for each case, you find that they crop up again and again with definite articles, indefinite articles and possessive adjectives. That's all for this week. Back to Mark and Thomas in the studio. Also, vielen Dank. Hopefully that makes much more sense and it definitely makes more sense to me now. Okay. Now, Mark, I put you right to the test. Can you translate, I am here with my wife and we are visiting a friend? Okay, I think there's quite a lot going on in there. Let's hear the sentence again and we'll give our listeners some time to work this one out. I'm here with my wife and we are visiting a friend. I think that would be Ich bin hier mit meiner Frau und wir besuchen einen Freund. Very good. First dative, then accusative. And just if we haven't come across this before, the female friend is Freundin. Freundin. So eine Freundin. Wir besuchen eine Freundin. Exactly. And do these words Freund and Freundin work also for your boyfriend and girlfriend? Yes, if you say Das ist mein Freund, that's my boyfriend. Das ist meine Freundin, that's my girlfriend. Yes, but if you say that's a friend, das ist ein Freund, then it's just a friend. It's just a friend. Okay. One thing that very often happens when we're on vacation is that we're talking to people and people might ask us what age our children are. So how would they say, how old is your son? Wie alt ist dein Sohn? Wie alt ist dein Sohn. Wie alt ist dein Sohn? Or your daughter, deine Tochter, presumably. Exactly. What's the, the polite form of this? Wie alt ist ihr Sohn or ihre Tochter? Ihr Sohn, ihre Tochter. Okay, so how would I say he is 12 years old? Er ist 12 Jahre alt. Er ist 12 Jahre alt. He is 12 years old. Okay, so it's an exact translation. Can you just say he is 12? Yeah, er ist 12. Er ist 12. Could I say ich bin 12 if I were 12 years old? <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Okay, ich bin 12 if only. Um, and when when we're seeing ages there, just one thing that comes to mind is that I'm used to thinking about speaking about age in French or in Spanish or in Italian where it becomes I have 12 years but it's nothing like that in German. You always say, I am, ich bin, er so, ist. Same as English then. Ich bin zwölf Jahre alt. Er ist zwölf Jahre alt. Sie sind? Zwölf und dreizehn Jahre alt. Okay. And what about birthdays? Um, so if I'm saying that my son's birthday is the 15th of May. Mein Sohn hat am 15. Mai Geburtstag. Okay, I've heard Geburtstag. Tag before. Yes, we heard alles Gute zum Geburtstag. All the best for your birthday. So, can you say the whole sentence again? Mein Sohn hat 
am 15. Mai Geburtstag. So, my son has on the 15th of May birthday. Yes, but in order to talk about the birthdays, we need to learn all the month and how to work out the numbers. So we'll leave that for the next lesson, I think. Das glaube ich auch. Now, while that may be all for this week's language learning, we still have time to go over to Julia for our cultural segment. And this week, Julia is back in Berlin. Hallo alle zusammen. Ich bin's wieder, Julia, eure Kulturreporterin. This time we come back to my hometown, Berlin. I know what you're thinking. We've already heard about Berlin. And of course, I'm a bit biased because I love the city so much. But our earlier episode was more about the history of the city and indeed of the country. I'm now going to tell you more about interesting places to visit here in a new episode of Top 5 Things to See and Do. I'll start with the two most famous monuments we have. First, das Brandenburger Tor, Brandenburg Gate, can be seen as one of Germany's most visited landmarks. During the 300 years of its existence, it has played different roles in history. But since 1989, it has been a symbol for the reunification of Germany. Ronald Reagan said his famous words standing here. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. We'll link to a YouTube club in the show notes if you're not familiar with this speech. The second very famous landmark you might even see from the plane when landing in Berlin is the city's tallest building, the Fernsehturm, TV Tower, in the east of the city at Alexanderplatz. In fact, it's not only Berlin's tallest building, but the tallest building in the whole of Germany. It might be a good idea to start your trip through the capital by going all the way up to the visitor's platform. You can enjoy a meal and the restaurant on top, and you'll get the perfect view over all of Berlin without even having to move, because the platform itself rotates once every 30 minutes. Another interesting building is the Reichstag, meeting place of the German parliament. At the top of the building, there's a huge glass dome from where you have another incredible view over the city and can also watch the German politicians at work. Afterwards, you can visit some of Germany's most famous museums and galleries, most of which can be found on the Museumsinsel, Museum Island, situated in the river Spree that runs through the city. And this brings me to another interesting fact about Berlin. Did you know that Germany's capital is home to more bridges than Venice? That's hard to imagine, but it's true. There's water everywhere in and around Berlin with several rivers, canals and lakes. So why not discover the city from the water by taking a boat or cycling around the many lakes nearby? I hope I've been able to encourage you to come and visit Berlin. Zurück zu Thomas und Marc ins Studio. Tschüss und bis zum nächsten Mal. So we can now talk a little more about our family and indeed explain why we are where we are. And this type of conversation is how you really make progress when you're learning a language by taking the opportunity to speak to people and to use your German. And we'll continue there next episode.
We will be learning about birthdays and talking about dates. And also we'll move on and talk a little bit about work so that you can learn how to say what you do, where you work and talk about your work if you want to. You'll also learn how to say that you like your job or you don't like your job. Until then, we will leave you with our closing music as ever. Vielen Dank und bis zum nächsten Mal. Bis zum nächsten Mal. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.